What's going on, guys? I want to thank TopNotchOdds.com. If you're looking for a new website to add this playoff run, I highly recommend TopNotchOdds. They're going to have tons of bets before the game for the AFC, NFC, but once the games get going, there's endless live betting opportunities. So if you're looking to add a sports book, I always recommend having at least three, if not four or five, to shop around, get the best price. I recommend that being TopNotchOdds.com. Enter promo code SHARPEDGE and get up to a 200% deposit bonus just for signing up. And that does two things. Let's them know uh, where you heard about them from, the Sharp Angle Podcast. And also, you can get, like I said, up to 200% deposit bonus. Online, topnotchodds.com, promo code SHARPEDGE. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, NFL Friday. Let's do it. This is The Sharp Angle, every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, so on today's show, going over a couple of recent things happening in the NFL. I'll give you guys my favorite bets for this weekend. We've got a couple games, two singles that I do like. And it's weird, because week 17, you get all different kinds of teams, different motivation, different reasons to win. Hell, I mean, some of these teams are going to be playing all their second stringers. So my favorite games of week 17, and I do have one prop bet as well. To wrap the show up, we're going to have on Jacob Reb. Jacob Reb is a, a daily fantasy expert. He is a longtime handicapper. We're going to wrap things up by getting his favorite picks of the weekend as well. But let's get things off with uh, A.B., big ol' Antonio Brown. We thought he was going to be gone for the rest of the season. At least I did. I know everyone in my fantasy league sold their stock. I sold my stock. He's gone. And before you know it, He's in New Orleans working out for Sean Payton and the Saints. Now, I have a couple thoughts here. First of all, the X's and O's. We can't ignore what he would be to New Orleans. He would make them better immediately. Him and Michael Thomas on different sides of the field, I think, would, you know, you can't argue that would make New Orleans probably top five team last decade going into the playoffs for offensive firepower and offensive unpredictability. One thing I always talk about on the show, it's not enough just to win week to week. You have to keep enough in your back pocket so when you get to the playoffs, when you get to the Super Bowl, you have things that haven't been put on on, on tape yet, on film yet. So if New Orleans can add Antonio Brown, imagine what that does to their offensive playbook. Immediately, they become so much more versatile on offense, okay? So I think that everyone agrees X's and O's, if he goes to the Saints, that's nothing but positive for that team, okay? Now, let's talk about why this is happening, because I think really when you get down to it, there's a lot happening here outside of football. Yes, he would be great great for New Orleans, and let's not also not forget the last time he played, he caught 14 passes for almost 200 yards in New Orleans, and I think Sean Payton may have been saying, oh man, what would it be like to have this guy on our sideline? But he's out of the league right now, and I think this is a couple things. As we just said, it'd be great for them offensively, for football, so on and so forth. But I think, really, when you get down to it, this is a bit of a nod to Sean Payton, and I think he's sticking it to the NFL. And if you rewind one year, New Orleans gets screwed. 
out of a shot to go to the playoffs because of a terrible call. No pass interference. I think everyone remembers. It was third down, I think fourth down. Easy pass on the outside to Alvin Kamara. Absolute pass interference. Everyone misses it. Now everyone watching the game saw it. Clear P.I., and it became the headline of the playoffs, the headline leading up to the playoffs. The Saints aren't here because of the NFL, okay? Now, you fast forward to this point in the year, and if the Saints sign Antonio Brown, Roger Goodell would likely put him on the commissioner's exempt list, okay? What does that mean for any player to go on the commissioner's exempt list? That means they go in a temporary holding period. It's like a temporary jail cell where they can't play football, but they still get paid. Guess who pays them, though? It's not the teams that pay these guys. It's the NFL. So Sean Payton, in this weird roundabout way, may be giving the middle finger to the NFL because he knows if he signs Antonio Brown, he now has the upper hand that he feels he's owed to the NFL for fucking things up last year. And if not, and if the if Roger Goodell decides to undercut the Saints and yank Antonio Brown away and put him on the exempt list, now it's it. Now it's Goodell paying Antonio Brown's paycheck for the next couple of weeks while he's under investigation. You think Roger's going to like that much? I don't. So I think this is all very smart by Sean Payton and the Saints putting the NFL in a very peculiar spot where they're going to have to make either a decision. Because remember, folks, even by not finding or suspending Antonio Brown, that's making an active decision not to do so. If you keep Antonio Brown on the sidelines in New Orleans, fine. They win. They win the battle and they are taking what they feel they're owed. But if you take Antonio Brown... And once again, undercut the Saints, you're paying his salary. And I know that would just irk Roger Goodell. That would that would just piss that guy off. So you got to give it up and you got to kind of laugh at what the Saints are doing because they know what they're doing. It's very clear and obvious to me, at least, they're sticking it to the NFL. They're going to get A-B or they're going to go down swinging, make sure, making sure that uh, Roger Goodell knows they're making a point. All right, so let's get on to my favorite picks for the weekend. I have two singles and one prop bet. My two singles I like, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. I think this is simple. Baltimore is going to be sitting a lot of guys this weekend. They have their playoff seed locked up. Lamar's not going to be playing. Backups aren't going to be playing. A lot of questionable things. Now, what you're going to hear is, well, Baltimore is still good enough. Their backups are still good enough. Since when? Going into the season, I don't remember anybody having Baltimore winning the AFC North because they had such a great roster. I'll give it to them. Good roster, underrated coaching staff, but the reason they're so good this year is Lamar Jackson. They're resting him. They're resting other starters. Give me Pittsburgh in an all-out, must-win situation. If they lose they go home. Mike Tomlin knows. He is in in it for the Coach of the Year award. I think Pittsburgh wins this game. Two points. Good line to me. Give me Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Doesn't matter. Minus two. We'll swallow the points and take the Steelers. Game number two. We're going to go Seattle plus three against San Francisco. Now I know everyone loves Jimmy G, San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan, and this great defense, but I am fading the 49ers late in the season in a must-win spot. I just think, well, first of all, a couple reasons. 
Seattle's in a must-win situation, and I love Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson and this defense in a must-win spot. They also just signed Marshawn Lynch, and I'll get to that in a second, but a lot of people really aren't giving Marshawn Lynch the respect he's going to deserve here. It's not just because Marshawn is Marshawn. I understand he comes with distractions. It's been a circus before. I get all of that. But they have injuries, not just injuries, two injuries to their top two running backs. I think Marshawn goes in there and makes a statement, and in doing so, leads Seattle to a potential victory. If not, it's going to be a one- or two-point loss. This is going to be a close game. Points will be at a premium. I think actually at home, Seattle, there's no way they should be the underdog here. So focusing on that game, I love Seattle plus three just because I think the line is wrong. The line is flipped. Seattle should be the favorite. And my last bet of the weekend is a prop, and I just mentioned it. Marshawn Lynch. Over 29.5 rushing yards. Now, you can't find this on many websites. The one I've found so far, betonline.ag. It's .ag, right? Let me look it up. I think so. Uh, talking to the producer there. Uh, BetOnline, uh, uh, one of the better online websites. Now, we always talk about top-notch odds. Top-notch is great. I just only found it on BetOnline. 29.5 yards. Is it bet AG? Yeah, bet online dead AG. Uh, so 29 and a half yards is the over-under for Marshawn Lynch. And I this is simple to me. I think they're going to want to get Marshawn going early. This is his first game back in years. And really, this is the one, uh, I will say, gimme game. And here's why. Seattle knows they're in the playoffs. They're playing for a playoff spot, so it matters what Marshawn does this game. If they win, if Seattle wins this game, they get the first round by. They win their division. Pretty much the winner of this game. If, if San Fran, same thing. The winner of this game wins the division. The loser gets the five seed, the wild card seed, and has to go on the road first week of the playoffs. Okay? So this is a big game. Everyone understands this needs to be won. But at the same time, even if Seattle loses this game, they're still in the playoffs in a very, very good spot, maybe even playing at, at the Dallas Cowboys, okay? That's pretty much a gimme. I mean, that's as close to a gimme or a buy as you can get this playoffs without actually having a buy. It's going to Dallas. So let's keep that in mind. The loser of this game, not really in for a very tough spot anyway, okay? I think that Seattle shows up. I think Marshawn Lynch has a great game, and I think they get him going early and often. They want to loosen Marshawn up, get him worked out, especially if they have a bye next week, because he's going to be, quote-unquote, rusty going into the playoffs. They want to get him carries. Now, do I think he's going to go out there and get 25 carries? Absolutely not. I see something like 12 to 15 carries for Marshawn Lynch. And if you're telling me Marshawn's not going to get two yards a pop, at 29 and a half yards, this guy's going to come back and want to make a statement. I could see multiple 5 to 10 yard runs getting the crowd into it, the crowd getting Marshawn into it, feeding off one another. I love this 29 and a half. This line says to me, if he plays, this is what they're putting the line at. This line says to me, they're kind of factoring in that he might not play, which is a no bet anyway. If you make this bet on bet online, he doesn't play, doesn't matter, we get our money back. This should be closer to 40 yards, folks. And the fact that BetOnline is charging 29 and a half 
at plus money, I think there's absolute value there. So my three bets, Pittsburgh minus two, Seattle plus three, and Marshawn Lynch over 29 and a half yards. All right, let's waste no more time. Go to Jacob Reb uh, interview that we have from earlier. He's got a few picks for this weekend, and let's get to that right now. All right, now joining us as promised, Jacob Reb from uh, Pick Management Sports Investing Services, also on WinDailyDFS.com. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Pick Management. Jacob, how are you today? Hello. Happy, uh, uh, merry, late, happy Christmas. However you say it, I'm Jewish. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, things are great. Uh, glad, glad to be back on the show. Well, and I know from talking to you that you do celebrate Festivus, as I did. Uh, how did your airing of grievances go? <laughs> Believe it or not, this was a serious airing of grievances <laughs> here. And we that would be we could make a whole nother show about that, and it would have multiple episodes. Yeah, usually if you're celebrating Festivus, I think anyone out there understands uh, exactly what you're talking about. All right, so absolutely, let's, let's get into some games this weekend. Uh, as promised to the audience, we're going to get your picks for this weekend. But first, I want to get your reaction on my three picks for Sunday slate. My first game, and let's just go game by game. Pittsburgh minus two at Baltimore. What do you think of the Steelers minus two on the road? Uh, I like it. Um, Pittsburgh has to win. Um, you know, there's a saying if, you know, if, if it's a must win, then they should have done it already. If they, if they could have done it, they would have done it. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm a Pittsburgh fan. So you got a little bit of a homer in me when I say it. Um, but I think the defense is there. No Baltimore starters. Um, I could see RG three, um, being a little bit, trying to play a little bit of a spoiler, but, uh, I like it. All right, game number two. I've got Seattle plus three at home against San Francisco. What do you think about the Seahawks plus three at home? So, I, I'm not sure. Uh, you, you're kind of 50-50 on this game? Uh, yeah, I am, I'm real iffy on it just because, you know, there's a lot of different factors. Um, Seattle is great at home against San Fran. Um, that's my only concern in the game. Um, it also makes me lean uh, uh, Seattle. Um, you know, I'll, I'll roll with it. I trust in you. If you uh, like it, I like it. All right, good. Now let's get to my last bet. Now talking to you before we did this interview, I have a little inkling you may go against me here, but my third bet, prop bet, Marshawn Lynch over 29 and a half point, or excuse me, 29 and a half yards. You can get it if you look around plus 105 or so. Marshawn, over 29 and a half. What do you think of my prop bet? If you start counting from the locker room, he'll have 29 and a half <laughs> yards. Uh, I, you can't just, I'm sorry. He's old. He's old. He's old. He's been at home. And, you know, other people who are younger faster stronger than he is right now have not had success behind the seattle line so why is someone who's been sitting on the couch forever going to be able to come and do it i get that you're working out at home and you're staying in shape but working out for an nfl team on a weekly basis is much different uh, than the kind of workout that you put in at home there's a different kind of effort level you know, you say you may be going hard, but there's a different intensity level as an active professional athlete than I think that you would have as someone working out at home, and it just is not going to compute this time. You know, Jacob, maybe it is just all about effort, and if it is, I'm going to go to my favorite Adam Sandler movie, The Waterboy, and throw this back at you. Last game of the year, Brent can't hold anything back now. Maybe you're just going to get a great effort from Marshawn, and it's going to be last game of the year type of effort, man. 
No, sorry. Don't don't <laughs> see it. All right, let's get your picks. This Sunday, last slate of the NFL, Week 17, Jacob Reb online at Pick Management. What are your picks of the weekend? Uh, my first pick is going to be Kansas City minus 8.5 uh, versus the Chargers. Um, the Kansas City defense has really stepped up since Mexico City. Um, it's uh, it's for real. It's a Super Bowl de- caliber defense now. Uh, they've allowed 31 uh, points in their last four games. Um, and Chargers are obviously going to have trouble. I mean, they rushed for 19 yards last week, and uh, it's not going to go well. Kansas City is also one and covered uh, five of the last five games, and the last four have been by double digits. Um, so I see this coming as another double-digit victory for Kansas City. All right, what else um, you got? My, uh, yeah, my next game, I'm, I'm going to talk about t- the, the Tennessee-Houston game. So Bill O'Brien has said he will play all of his starters. I think he's going to be insane to do that with the Kansas City game already being over. Unless a miracle happens and the Chargers beat Kansas City, then there's no reason to play it and you would just be stupid. Deshaun Watson, already his ankle's already banged up, so I don't think that they play. If they play, they play a quarter, and after that, it's over. Tennessee's got uh, Derrick Henry back. He's a monster. The team is at 100%. They have to win this game. And uh, and I think it's a different situation than the Pittsburgh game when I said if they could if they had if they could have won it they would have won it. Tennessee started playing well later in the year than Pittsburgh. Yeah, did. With, and I understand with, with Pitt- Tannehill with Ryan Tannehill. Right. So I think it's a different situation. I th- I think they've come up against the clock and you just don't have any more time. It's a must win situation because they've only been playing well for for so long. Uh, and the other thing I don't like is Houston is terrible at home, two and six at home against the spread uh, this year. And uh, if Casey wins, Houston's locked in as the four. And like I said, Bill O'Brien would just be crazy to play people. Uh, and the other game, I like uh, Pittsburgh Baltimore under 38. Uh, like I said before, you got RG3 starting for Baltimore. Um, no other starters playing. Pittsburgh is also like 26 and four. Uh, to the under as a road favorite under Tomlin. And we saw it happen last week. Um, I gave it out as a play last week. It's going to happen again. This is going to be like a 17-10 kind of game, if that. Uh, So I like Pittsburgh-Baltimore under. And the last one I like, I like Cincinnati plus three against Cleveland. Um, Cleveland's just been such a wreck. I mean, they're all emotional. I feel like it's a team of kids playing. Um... And they've just been bad. I mean, they were bad the past few weeks. I mean, even more, they were above average bad than than they usually are. Um, and I think Andy Dalton's playing for his job. Uh, you see, he's been playing well the past few weeks, uh, you know, for Andy Dalton. Um, and he's either playing for his job at Cincinnati or at least looking for another team. Uh, so that gives me a little hope that he's going to really uh, go hard against this, you know, depleted D-line of uh, of Cleveland. Uh, so those are my four plays for, for the weekend. Uh, once again, he's Jacob Reb from Pick Management Sports Investment Services, also on WinDailyDFS.com. Give him a follow on Twitter at Pick Management. Jacob, thanks so much. We'll talk soon. Thank you.
All right, special thanks there. Jacob Reb, again, uh, catch him on Twitter, at Pick Management. He does a great job getting his picks out for every sport, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer. He's always getting free picks uh, out there. And you know what? The Marshawn pick, I'm not so sure, folks. He may come out storming. I think he's going to want to make a statement. We're going to go with it. 29 and a half, Marshawn, this Sunday. Good luck, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sharp Angle. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.